This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Lance Reddick kicked the bucket, Sam Neill is in treatment for leukemia, the Twister sequel found its lead actress, and Marvel reeling from sudden departure from key executive. But first up in our top story, breaking news from IGN, Lance Reddick, the actor known for the roles in The Wire, John Wick, and The Horizon Games, has died at the age of 60. Reddick's representatives shared a statement with IGN following the actor's passing. Acclaimed actor Lance Reddick passed away suddenly this morning from natural causes. Lance was best known for his roles in The Wire, Bosch, Netflix's Resident Evil, and the John Wick films. He is survived by his wife Stephanie Reddick and his children Yvonne Nicole Reddick and Christopher Reddick. Donations in his memory can be made to momcares.org in Baltimore, his hometown. Lance will be greatly missed. Please respect his family's privacy at this time. Reddick was best known for his role as Cedric Daniels in The Wire, which he started in from 2002 to 2008. Recently, Reddick starred in the John Wick franchise as Chiron. Reddick was in the middle of a press tour for John Wick Chapter 4, where he will appear as the Continental's Hotel's concierge once more. The actor also appeared as Chef Irvin in Amazon Prime's Bosch, along with recurring roles in Lost, Oz, and more. The actor also had prominent roles in a number of high-profile video games. He played Silence in Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West, Commander Zavala in the Destiny franchise, and Martin Hatch in Quantum Break. Reddick also appeared as Albert Wesker in last year's live-action Resident Evil series. Reddick had multiple projects in the works, including a role as Zeus in the Disney Plus upcoming Percy Jackson and the Olympians series, as well as a part in Amazon Prime's The Legend of Vox Machina. Reddick studied music at the University of Rochester before earning a Master of Fine Arts degree from the Yale School of Drama in 1994. One of the most awesome pop culture actors gone too soon this year. Rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Jurassic Park star Sam Neill has revealed he's going under treatment for stage 3 blood cancer. The 75-year-old actor shared the news of his diagnosis in his upcoming memoir, Did I Ever Tell You This?, which is set to release Tuesday. Neil spoke with The Guardian about the book 
revealing that he started writing stories from his life as a way to keep busy during treatment throughout the last year. I've never had any intention to write a book, Neil said, but as I went on and kept writing, I realized it was actually sort of giving me a reason to live and I would go to bed thinking, I'll write about that tomorrow. That will entertain me. And so it was a lifesaver, really, because I could have gone through that with nothing to do, you know. Neil revealed his first experienced swollen glands last March during the press tour for his return as Dr. Alan Grant in Jurassic World Dominion. He is currently on a chemotherapy drug he will continue to take monthly for the rest of his life. Neil is currently cancer-free. I am not afraid to die, but it would annoy me, he said, because I'd really like another decade or two, you know. We've built all these lovely terraces, we've got olives, trees, and cypresses, and I want to be around to see it all mature. And I've got my lovely little grandchildren. I want to see them get big. But as for the dying, I couldn't care less. The actor concluded that he's just pleased to be alive, even though the last year had its dark moments. Up next, IGN reports that the upcoming sequel to 1996's Twister has found its first lead actress in Daisy Edgar-Jones to lead the next generation of Storm Chasers. As spotted by Deadline, Daisy Edgar-Jones will be starring in Twisters, the upcoming sequel to the classic 1996 film that starred Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. Edgar-Jones is known for her acclaimed work in the TV series Normal People, as well as co-starring in the War of the Worlds series as well. Along with that, she rose to the big screen with her role of Kaya in Where the Crawdads Sing, which was released last year. Despite being rumored back in 2020, it seems as though Twisters is finally coming together. The film allegedly went into production last year as Universal and Amblin were still hunting for a director after Top Gun Maverick's Joseph Kaczynski didn't pan out. Now, we finally know the director of Twisters will be Lee Isaac Chung, most notable for his work on Minari as well as a recent episode of The Mandalorian. While we still don't have a concrete idea of the plot, it seems likely that Edgar Jones will star as the daughter of Dr. Joe Harding Hunt and Dr. Bill Harding's Paxton's characters. Though whether or not she follows in her parents' footsteps is yet to be seen. The original Twister pulled in $494 million at the global box office in 1996, largely in part to its groundbreaking special effects for the time. Now, more than 25 years later, we can likely expect another visual spectacle. The final reports of the day, breaking news from Aussie-owned news.com.au, stated, 
Marvel Studios is reeling from the exit of major executive Victoria Alonso. Alonso had been with Marvel's screen business since its inception, joining the company in 2006 in the lead-up to the 2008 release of its first film, Iron Man. The Hollywood Reporter said she left the business this past Friday. While the reasons are unclear, the move has taken the industry by surprise. Alonso was influential with Marvel Studios and was one of the boss Kevin Feige's key lieutenants. She was most recently promoted the president of physical and post-production visual effects and animation production in 2021. Alonso's name will be familiar to many Marvel fans. She was a producer, then from 2012 executive producer on the studio's dozens of movies and TV shows, often as the second or third credited executive after Feige, and Alonso is expected to remain credited as an executive producer on a raft of upcoming Marvel projects, including the Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Secret Invasion, and Ironheart. Alonso's departure comes at a challenging time for the Disney-owned juggernaut studio, which has had a few uncharacteristic blips after more than a decade of dominating cinema culture. Like other Hollywood studios, Marvel was affected by the global closure of cinemas during the pandemic, which disrupted its meticulous planned release strategy. Black Widow was simultaneously released on the streaming, which led Scarlett Johansson to sue Disney. The legal action was later set out of court. Its most recent release, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, has underwhelmed at the box office. After more than a month in release, its box office is sitting at 463 million US dollars worldwide, and it suffered a drop after its first week. Quantumania also disappointed credits with equal lowest Rotten Tomatoes score of 47% tied with Eternals in a franchise that has enjoyed generally favorable critical acclaim. Marvel is being plagued by questions of fatigue after 30 movies and 8 streaming series in 15 years. The studio has been releasing projects at a breakneck pace especially in the past two years, in the post-Avengers Endgame era as it moved into a new saga of storytelling. In Marvel's Phase 4, which spanned two years, it released seven movies and eight streaming series, as well as two one-off streaming specials. It's a marked increase from the studio's Phase 3, which spanned four years and Marvel released 11 movies. And Marvel is not immune to the challenges faced by the wider entertainment industry, which is under pressure from global economic issues such as recession and lower discretionary spending 
from consumers hit by a cost-of-living crisis. Disney has committed to cutting $5.5 billion in costs as Chief Executive Bob Iger sought to shore up its financial position. Iger said during the company's most recent results that Disney needed to be better at curating franchise projects. He added, We want the quality on the screen, but we have to look at what they cost us. Soon after, Feige flagged Marvel will slow down its relentless pace and release fewer movies and streaming series in a year. He framed it as wanting to ensure each title had enough breathing space. We want Marvel Studios and MCU projects to really stand out and stand above so people will see that as we get further into phases 5 to 6. The pace at which we're putting out the Disney Plus shows will change so that they can each get a chance to shine, he told Entertainment Weekly. At the 2022 San Diego Comic-Con, Feige outlined six shows for 2023 on Disney+, Plus, but the Hollywood Reporter sources in February suggested this could be back to as few as two. Marvel Studios movies have made more than $28 billion at the box office. Avengers Endgame remained the worldwide second highest grossing movie of all time, sitting in between two Avatar movies. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week where I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the music and programs you love, keep it right here to Phoenix Radio Online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye-bye.